0: Well, hello, hello, hello. This is Eric Schlein. I am doing a live uh, podcast right now, and I'm kind of killing two birds with one stone, actually. So as many of you may know, uh, for the past almost a year now, I have been part of the uh, Andy Frisella's uh, Live Hard Challenge, starting with the most famous part, 75 hard. Currently on the third phase. I'm not going to go into the whole thing. It's not really the point of this show. But one of the things I have to do every day is uh, two 45-minute workouts, and one of them must be outdoors. So I'm currently on a 45-minute walk right now, and I'm curious to see how the audio comes out. So this might be the only time I do it. If it's completely unbearable, the audio. Um, but if it's like good, even not great, if it's good, um, I will continue to do that. So I'll just if I hear it and it's atrocious, then this won't even be recorded live, uh, you know, published live. But um, if it's doable, I'll do these on occasion. Um, so anyway, I had asked for a list of questions from you guys a few weeks ago, and um, I was it was really nice. I I got quite a few questions over the past uh, two or three weeks now. So um, some of these are long messages. So if it's like a super, super long question, I'll just speak to the spirit of the question. Uh, I think that's what matters because some of you ramble. Some of you guys just ramble, which is fine. Um, I'd rather you ramble. (sighs) I'd rather you guys ramble and I kind of get the gist of it as opposed to you writing one sentence and I have no context for what you're asking me. Um, so, well, you know what? We'll start here. As someone who had asked me a question the other day, who had given me literally absolutely no context, um, I had a, uh, girl and she, um, she had a she wanted me to analyze a text message to her from her. And it was something very, very simple. It was, um, you know, hey, uh, what do you think of this text messages from this guy? And it was just like, Hey, do you wanna get together tonight? And he's like, Oh, sorry, I'm I'm busy doing blah blah blah. Um, we'll do something tomorrow. And she's literally freaking out, like, Oh, I guess he's not into me, and blah, 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 blah. And I have no fucking context for um what she's talking about so i'm not even going to go into what i said to her because there was no context to that and it really wasn't interesting um but in terms of interesting questions so the first one um which was something that has come up for me to time to time was uh i had a guy out in idaho and he was asking me about uh some girl that he had really liked and um you know, he had, she was sharing with her very openly about some stuff, and seemed like a very quality guy, and she was kind of backing away, and he was really upset, and he kind of was in this dynamic with her for the last, like, three months or so, three or four months, last few months, and he kept feeling like he was doing something wrong, and he wanted me to know what he's doing wrong, and I basically said to him, and it was sort of an inspiration of it. Uh, Instagram post I made tonight, I basically said to him, I was like, well, do you know anything about this woman's past relationships? And he said, yeah, you know, uh, she's been in a lot of bad relationships. And she told me I was the first guy that she felt really got her and the first guy that, you know, really, um, she felt really good around. And I said to him, you know, pretty much what I said to him and what I'll say to him right now on the air is like, you know, someone who has a track record of consistently dating really low quality men, you know, even though she doesn't want to admit it, she likes being around really low quality men. And there's some kind of payoff to that. There's some kind of comfort in that misery. There's something she doesn't have to be responsible for. So, you know, if you're, you know, being very open and vulnerable with her, and she goes, "Oh, that's too much, or that's overwhelming, or you know, whatever, whatever that is, right?" Well, you know, some fuck boy who uh, is still, you know, basically a frat guy for life, or whatever. And I don't, I don't say anything derogatory about fraternities, but you guys know what I'm talking about. And, um... That person isn't gonna be doing those kinds of high quality behaviors. They're gonna probably do very low level behaviors, not be very open, not be very vulnerable. And she'll, that woman will complain about how closed off this guy is and you know only if she does a few more things then one day he'll be open. But nothing about his behavior really triggers her. right? So she can try to change him and fix him or complain about how he's not some great guy. But the reason that someone like that keeps attracting and going to people like that is there's something comfortable about it. And when you're sharing so openly and she gets triggered and she calls it overwhelm or this is too much, it's like, well, no surprise. A high quality dude is actually going to fucking tell you what he, how he feels about you and he's not going to hold back around you. And there's lots and lots of women. That, love that, and you know, I don't know about you guys, but when I look at marriages and relationships that are really inspiring to me, um, that is a baseline kind of behavior of you know, being true to yourself, integrity to yourself, and thereby also being open and integrity to your partner. And believe it or not, it's not like you know, you spend three years and then one day magically now you guys can be open with each other and you. You can really work to build on having some super open relationship. No, it's a, it's actually a context for a relationship. And if you go into a context for a relationship and go into a relationship and into an engagement with someone and you're already being open, you're already being yourself, all there is for that, all there is to do is unfold what's already there as opposed to, well, one day when we get to this point, then I can be open. Well... You end up just attracting also low open women and then you wonder why you can't be open with people. So, you know, I hate to say it, but it's sad. You know, she is in this uh, sort of negative, um, not negative, um, this sort of low quality energy vortex and it's a black hole and you can lower your behavior to appease her. And the problem, you know, the thing that's horrible and kind of sad is, and really sad to me actually, is if you lowered your behavior to be like those guys, you could potentially and even probably keep her around if you know her well enough. But you don't want to be that kind of guy in a relationship. So, you know, as one of my mentors has always said to me, you know, set the conditions, see who shows up to the party, and go from there. You know, when I'm coaching people, I am raising the bar and I, you know, I'm raising the, I'm raising the tide really high and I'm letting people swim up to it. I'm not lowering the tide uh, to appease them being a weak swimmer. And if they really are committed to being a great swimmer, they're going to struggle and do whatever they need to move through those spaces to uh, swim to that new, new tide. And um, so you don't want to lower the bar for yourself and sort of just honoring yourself to keep her around. And you know, I know that can be psychologically difficult if you really like her. So, what I, I would ask yourself a few questions: Number one, who am I committed to being in a relationship? And if you can ask yourself that question, it's not—you can't lose because you just got to be that person, and someone will be interested. There's a lot of people out there. You'll actually end up having really high-quality women interested in that kind of dynamic. Um, The second thing, though, I would wonder about is, are you getting something from this back and forth thing with her? See, I get this, I don't talk about it that much, but one of the things you will start to see is if you kind of put yourself out there in a certain way, you will have lots of really low-quality women or... I would even say people who have potential to be high quality but never fulfill that potential. You know, their are potential waiting to happen. Um, and they'll like you all. They'll kind of like the idea of you. But then when they actually get to know you and get threatened and triggered by whatever that is, they will figure out a way to disengage from your life. You don't have to do anything. You don't actually have to push them away. They'll do it themselves. I can promise you. And if someone has a really bad history with men, 99 out of 100 times, you know, as like, I hate to say this, but I'm, not, I'm making this number up, but it's probably only 1% of the time or less that they'll actually rise to the occasion and have whatever breakthrough and shift they need, and you'll be the guy that really changes their life. Most of the time, they'll just stick to low-quality dudes. Um... But yeah, the only other question I would I would ask is, is there something you're getting from this back and forth? Like, do you want to be the white knight? Do you want to try to save some girl? Is it is there something you don't have to be responsible for when you can 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 do that, right? Because um, you can't control her, you can't change other people, but you can certainly control and and, and uh, your own actions. And I know for me, when I was younger. Um, I used to, you know, I'm talking in my young 20s, I used to date some crazy mother-effers. And, you know, they were very sweet and kind. There was a lot of things I really loved about them. But then they had all this crazy shit, too. And I felt, oh, well, I could be that man that really shows her the way and blah, blah. Never worked out. Not once. I'm pretty, you know, pretty passionate and tenacious and persistent and really willing to, you know, spend time on developing people. And I could not do that. So I have never been successful once changing somebody. Um, They really have to do it themselves. And most people don't change. And uh, people don't change unless they do. And if they do, you know, it will be a surprise. So, you know, love people where they're at. You can still be great with people, love people doesn't mean you have to engage in all those behaviors or hate them. And um, you know, if someone's having a bad day, you can say, hey, sorry to hear that and I'm here for you if you need anything, but you don't want to start lowering yourself to engage in that kind of undermining uh, behavior. So focus on just being great and focus on who you want to be as a man in a relationship and you will find there will be a woman that actually want to engage in that place. It'll be much more flow, much more. It'll let just be easier. And they'll be great gals. So I'm going to just do that question because I want to see the quality of that and make sure I didn't say all this stuff in vain. Um, but I will, assuming that this goes well. And either way, I'm going to do much more of these live podcasts. I think they're a lot of fun. On it. And then if you guys have, you know, I'm, as I do these more often, you know, my hope and what I'm committed to is people, you know, call in and I can answer even questions uh, live on the air so uh, I'm Eric Schlein and uh, this is the Eric Schlein podcast uh, you can also listen for those of you who have an uh, interest in investing and investments I have another podcast called the Intelligent Investing Podcast also hosted by our wonderful host Podbean. Uh check it out um, I also have wrote a book have written a book I, I wrote a book called Principles of Power the Art and Wisdom a Badassery, and you can find that on Amazon and it's on Kindle, it's on paperback. Um, if you like Kindle, it's worth just rather you do that. It's like three bucks. The paperback's like 19, 20 bucks, something like that. Alright, guys, this has been a lot of fun, and I uh, hope you guys have a, a great rest of your weekend.